Okay, um, this is the Fiction Old and New Book Group, and today is Friday, November 4th, uh, 2022, and tonight we're discussing a book by Mary Lawson called A Town Called Solace. Um, I have a couple of announcements that I'm going to go through before we get started. So first, I'm going to turn it over to Alan and ask him if he would kindly repeat the very good announcement that he made at Worlds of Books and repeat it for this group. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and I apologize for the redundancy for those that have already heard this, but please, as people are talking, really refrain hard from from giving your comments uh, until you're sure they're through. Because there's just a lag with Zoom, and I've noticed that if you chime in while somebody's in the middle of a sentence and stuff, it can really throw people off and stuff. I, I know it's thrown me off before. And if you know you're going to be making noise, please mute yourselves uh, just just as a courtesy, because uh, uh, even though there's a, a lag with Zoom, it seems to pick up any background noise that anybody makes. And, and I think it must amplify it. It must have a background noise amplifier built into it because uh, uh, they can be really distracting. So it, it, if y'all would do that, and then also, if you, if you feel like recapping the entire book in, don't, because, I mean, we've all read it and stuff, and, and, and you know, it was professionally narrated, and we don't, we don't really want to hear your narration uh, of the book again. So, uh, but yeah. There you go. I hope that's okay, Michelle, and you can chime in with your own comments. That so. was wonderful. No, I, I could not ask for a better a better announcement. That was terrific. Um, the other thing that I'm going to do, instead of doing it at the end of the meeting, we're, we're going to do it now, is um, last month we talked about uh, January. And my plan is to, to take a break in January for myself. Um, but have the group meet. Um, so Shelly has kindly um, offered to, to be the guest host. And she has uh, let me know of two books that she's interested in presenting to the group. And what we can do now is, is um, I will read the descriptions of both of the books, and then we can take kind of a group consensus of which book uh, the group would want to read. So what I'll do is I'll read both of the annotations. And then instead of having everybody shout, you know, I want this book, I want that book. What I'll do is I'll just mention the first book. And if that's a book that you're interested in, in uh, discussing, let us know. And then we'll go to the second book and then we'll see which feedback is, is uh, you know, is, is more numbered. Um, so the first book, that Shelley is recommending is a book by uh, Debbie McCumber, who is, is a very well-known uh, author. I'm sure many of you have either read or, or heard of her. And the name of the book is It's Better This Way. Um, the book is, it's a short book. It's seven hours and 36 minutes. Um, it's read by Therese Plummer, who is a narrator that I, I actually like. Um, and the description is, Six years after a difficult divorce, Julia is approaching 60 and downsizing into a condo that she hopes will be a new start. She doesn't want a man in her life, but can't help but be drawn to Heath, a new resident in her building. And it's a commercial audiobook, uh, 2021. 
And the subject is human relations and romance. And it sounded a little bit like a romance. So I'm not surprised that it's under romance. Um, the other book um, is an author who is new to me, but maybe not new to you. Uh, her name is Christina McDonald. Um, the name of the book is Behind Every Lie. It's nine hours and 41 minutes. And the reader is uh, Fiona Harding, Harningham. And the description is Eva Hansen wakes up in the hospital after being struck by lightning and discovers her mother cat has been murdered. Wow, <laughs> that's a day. Um, Eva <laughs> was found unconscious down the street. Um, she can't remember what happened, but the police are highly suspicious of her. Uh, determined to clear her name, Eva heads from Seattle to London, cats form a home for answers. And it's from 2020. So we will go back to the first book, which is the Debbie McComber book. And who would be interested in, in uh, reading that book? Okay. So the, the second book is Christina McDonald's. And is are people interested in reading that book? That one sounds yes. good. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, I do yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Would it you seems say the title and the author again, please. Yes. Her name is Christina with a C McDonald. And the name of the book is behind every lie. So this book is, no, is, is not for December. It's for January. So, which I'm, I'm trying not to confuse people, but um, I was thinking that December might be, not be that well attended. I know a lot of times people are busy in December. So I thought I would just get ahead of myself and, and discuss it. So it looks like the winner is the Christina McDonald book behind every lie. So that will be the January book. And I'm really I excited about this guys, because that one I was leaning towards more, but I was trying to keep it open for everyone. I know Michelle picks lighter reads, but this is my kind of a book. <laughs> mine too. Yeah. Oh, so thank you guys. Thank too. you. <laughs> okay, so now we'll we'll go back to and, tonight's book. I'm and, sorry, and, Alan. I, I was going to say, and I'll send out your newswire for December's book tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Probably, yeah, I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I always like to do it after we we have yeah, yeah. the, the oh, current meetings. So, yeah, yeah so. no, no, no problem. I think okay. can, I, can I make a quick comment? It's yeah. Shelly. Alan, I was wondering, um, since I'm going to be hosting, if you wouldn't mind, um giving me a little bit of assistance like you do for Joni, like calling oh. on people. And if you could find anything about the author, that would be great. And you really do a good job making a list of characters. Would that be okay? Well, you know uh, what? I, uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to have Alan, you know, take on all that kind of stuff. So I would just say, you know, when you host the group, yeah, Alan, Alan can certainly assist you with calling on people, but you don't have to do, you know, the author and you don't have to do the characters that that's not necessary. I would okay, just, I'll, I'll keep an eye on the characters though. Cause I think it does yeah, help. I'll do that. Yeah. And then yeah. um, if I do see anything about the author, I'll mention it, but I'll try yeah. to keep it as simple as possible. And I'll be sure yeah. to help. I, I I can, say, so. You know, if you wanted your, your, the idea is just sort of to keep the discussion flowing. You know, if people mm -hmm. have questions about the book or whatever, um, they can tell me know. if they like it, if they don't like it, you know. Right, yes. exactly. That that kind well, of thing. Well, thank you, Ellen, for calling on people. I appreciate that. Certainly. Yeah. Um, okay. Michelle, so, yes. Can I say something, please? Sure, go ahead. Isn't the December book music called Musical Chairs? Yes, it is. 
It is. Okay. Yes. Th- this is for sure. January. This book is yeah. for January. Oh, I know. I know. I just wanted to make sure because yes. Alan had put that in the email. And, uh, yes. I, I, when yeah, I sent yeah. email to the group, I usually include the book for the following month if I know what it is, just so people can download it. Um, yeah, that email was actually from me, and then Alan sent sent it out to right. the yeah. everybody. Okay, all right. So this is Sally. Could I just throw in a quick comment? Absolutely. I finished musical. I finished musical chairs this afternoon. It's really, really good. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. Nice. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. So um, good. You know, if you're, oh, if you're busy in December, make room for this one. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate. Nice. Okay, let's go to Mary Lawson. Okay, Mary Lawson was born in the small farming community of Blackwell in Southern Ontario. Her father was a research chemist. Her family had a summer home in an area of Northern Ontario called the Canadian Shield. Um, Lawson states that this is her most favorite place and has featured this area in several of her novels. Um, Lawson is a distant relative of L.M. Montgomery, who's the writer of the Anne of Green Gable. Um, After graduating from McGill University in Montreal with a degree in psychology, she went to England. Um, She met her husband, Richard, a psychologist there. They married and they have two sons and the family lives in uh, Kingston upon Thames. (laughs) which sounds very nice. Um, after her son, after her sons began school, she started writing short stories, um, which were published in various magazines. Her first novel is Crow Lake was published when Lawson was 55 years old. Um, Crow Lake spent 75 weeks on the Canadian bestseller list and was published in 28 countries um, Crow Lake was is selected as a book of the year by the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Globe and Mail in, in Toronto. Um, her second novel, The Other Side of the Bridge, was longlisted for the Man Booker Prize. Her third novel, Road Ends, was a Canadian bestseller. And this tonight we're talking about A Town Called Solace, which is her fourth novel. It was published in February 2021, and it was also longlisted for the Man Booker Prize, and again was a bestseller in Canada. So she's she's really done, you know, very well with her four novels. Um, so I have a list of characters. Um, there was Clara, who was the the seven year old girl, and then her sister Rose, who was 16. She was the one who left home. Um, Diana, who is Clara and Rose's mother. And Elizabeth Orchard was the next door neighbor, but she was in the hospital. And Martha was Elizabeth's uh, roommate in the hospital. And then Liam, who moved into the Orchard house, um, he's divorced from Fiona and he left his job as an accountant. Um, There was Sergeant Carl Barnes, who was the police officer who was investigating Rose's disappearance. Moses the cat, which is Mrs. Orchard's cat. Um, Fiona, uh, Liam's ex-wife, and Annette, who was Liam's mother. And then there was Dan, who was the boy that Rose asked to go with her to Toronto. Um, Charles, who was Elizabeth Ocher's husband. And then there was Joe, who was the librarian who had a relationship with Liam. And then um, 
Okay. So John George. I'm sorry. John. John was um, Clara and Rose's father. John okay. Jordan. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wrote down as many characters as I could. I might have tried to keep track of. <laughs> um, okay. I was a quality assurance specialist. I can't. I can't help it. Okay. That's, I, I don't, I like assistance. Um, so I had a couple of questions in mind as I was listening to the book and I'll just share them with all of you. Again, you don't have to respond to any of them just if you're interested. Um, so I, I wondered, what did you think about the way the book was structured? It was in with, from three different points of view, Clara's point of view, Elizabeth's point of view and Liam's point of view. Did you like that? Did you find it confusing? Did you favor one point of view over the other? Um, and then they may have talked about it in the, the book, and I might have missed it, but what was your theory of why Rose left home? Um, and what did you think about the situation with Elizabeth and Annette with respect to Liam? And then what did you think of the book's title? And which character or characters did you feel needed solace and, and which characters actually received solace? Um, so we have, let's see what we have. We have about 11 or 12 people. Okay. Um, so we'll go through. Um, okay. Um, okay. So Jane is 301 and Joni is 63. Oh, and I know Sally is 215. And then we have 951. Is that Nancy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Just just want to make sure. That Did I... you hear me? Am I, am I okay. unmuted? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Okay. Um, so um, why don't we start with you, Alan? What did you what did you think of the book? Oh, I I enjoyed it very much. I mean, uh, uh I don't know. I, I think I probably like Canadians. I think they're, they're probably some of the nicest people in the world. And I, yeah, to try to answer some of your questions, I, I, I got used to the three different perspectives. It, it was a little off-putting at first, but uh, I mean, I ended up liking, I mean, I really liked Elizabeth Orchard, so I, I liked her. And I, I really thought the narrator just did a real good job doing Clara's voice. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I would have really liked Claire because she was no nonsense. I don't care if she was seven or eight or how old she was. If you tried to to BS her, she was going to call you on it and stuff. And I and I, and I really liked I really liked that little that character and stuff. And that cat, I mean, gee whiz, when that cat got in that fishbowl, I thought that's got to be the funniest thing I've read in a long time. And and then she would talk to him, and he looked at her. I mean, she, she asked where his head was, and he, and he stared at her through the fishbowl. I thought this is just hilarious. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I just found the thing. It was it was just a it was a heartwarming story. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I really did not like Liam's mother, Annette. I thought she was well. I can't really use the word that I would like to ascribe to her because <laughs> I'm being recorded, but. Uh, she reminded me a lot of the mother that was in the help a long time ago. I don't know. I mean, she liked all of her daughters and stuff. Didn't seem to care two hoots about Liam though. And uh, I, I think if I'd been her son, I'd have told her too that I, that I want Mrs. Orchard as my mother. But uh, she she was just she was horrible. But uh, it, it was a good story. It wasn't too long, and it, you know, and it was it was enjoyable. So 
good good pick <clears throat> as always and uh, a, a, a great read so so thanks well thank you and thank thank you for starting the discussion off to those those were some good comments um so Deanna you have your hand raised I don't know if this is deliberate or not but I, I will call on you <laughs> so. Oh, no, I raised my hand to say that I was voting for the second book because I was oh, muted. Okay. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that. But okay. I don't mind um, going next. Um, I enjoyed the book. I think that your question about why did I think Rose left home, I think she felt disconnected from her parents. And sometimes that's just teenage angst. <laughs> you know, they they um, want to be treated as an adult when they're not. And I think that her mother was probably a little bit of a helicopter mom, you know, um, and that irritated Rose. And her father was so relaxed that irritated Rose. So it wasn't that either parent was doing anything particularly wrong. It was just the desire for the young girl to have more control of her life and make her own decisions. And, you know, she was doing the goth thing and, and other things to try to find out who she was. And she thought she, she had it, um, a good grasp on things and she could take care of herself. And she was tired of being treated like a child. And I think that is not unusual between the ages of 13 and, and 17, um, they go to bed Cinderella and the next morning they wake up Godzilla because hormones hit and you've got this child that you don't recognize who was sweetness and light when she was Rose's age and fun until she was 10 or 11. And then they start to distance themselves, stop confiding in you, start relating to their friends more than their parents. And by the time they're Rose's age, they don't, they think their parents are clueless and don't know a thing. And it's awfully hard to keep a handle on them and keep with them. Um, I raised two successful teenage to adulthood, teenage girls, and they're both fine young women that I'd be proud to know, even if they weren't mine. <laughs> but it's pretty hairy during those 13 to 17 time frame when they don't think their mom has a clue about anything. Yes, that, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it and it's it's kind of a shock. When you've always felt you you were close to your kids, when they start hitting their teen years and questioning everything and thinking that what you say doesn't matter as much as what you're outside the home. So that's my thoughts on, on that piece of it. And um, I did like all the characters. And of course, the cat was cool. You know, mm -hmm. he he was semi-feral, but he was a cool cat. And I think like many um, pets that live with older people, he was very sensitive to people's emotions. And he knew when he needed to do something silly or needed to engage to calm somebody who was in distress. So he was related very strongly to Rose and, and to Mrs. Orchard, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Clara. Yeah. Yeah. 
or yeah, Clara. And you know, the he knew who who needed his attention, like animals often do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so and I think it's it was sad what happened to Ro- to Rose, but it's the reality of young girls not understanding the risks they take and the fact they really can't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, thank you, Diana. Thank you so much. I, I was, I was puzzling over why Rose left home and I kept saying, did I miss it in the book? <laughs> you know, maybe it was there and I just missed it. But, you know, I think what you said certainly makes, makes a lot of sense. Um Okay, um, uh, Jane, on, on your telephone line, we'll, we'll see how it <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I really enjoyed the book. Uh, I thought it was suspenseful, and I thought that having the three narrators added to the suspense, I normally don't like that kind of thing, but it, it would get you up to a certain point with one of the narrators like, you know, I was wondering what's going to happen when Clara's sneaking around and feed the cat? What's going to happen when Liam sees her? And certainly, and then, you know, uh, she's feeding the cat and he comes in the door and then we switch to Elizabeth. You know, so it added to the suspense and then all of the things with Elizabeth, I was wondering, you know, what happened with her and Annette? Something happened, you know, and we finally find out what it was. So, switching back and forth like that at suspenseful moments, it's like little cliffhangers um, all through the book. And and I really, I found that to be suspenseful and it held my interest. Um, so um, I, I know that I wanted to say something about some of the other questions too, but I don't remember what they were. Senility oh. is setting in. Find them again. I know one was why. Why do you think Rose left home? Oh, I think Deanna answered that. You know, yeah, a lot and better then, than I could have. I think that makes sense. Um, and what did you think about the situation between Elizabeth and Annette with respect to Liam? And then who did you wow. think needed solace? And what did okay. you think of? I I think Elizabeth sort of went off the deep end a little bit. Um, I mean, I know that she was, you know, suffering from wanting to have a child and she couldn't. And I, and I, that must uh, do a number on your head. And, and I guess I could see why she would become attached to, to Liam and, and, but I think she did carry it a bit far um, kidnapping him like she did, but, I could see why she did it because that mother was, I mean, why would you love your daughters and not like your son? I mean, I don't understand that. Um, Then one thing that bothers me about the book, and I got to get this off my chest here. Okay. All throughout the book, Moses, when Liam comes in, he runs. And then this one last time at the end of the book, he sits there when when Liam comes in the door. He has some sort of a little kitty change of heart, and he's not afraid yeah. anymore. Yeah. That did not make sense to me, but it added to the the end of the book. Um, and I guess a lot of them needed solace. Um, <clears throat> Liam certainly needed solace. Um, Clara certainly needed solace for wondering where her sister was and how do you deal with these grown-up things, like do you tell the police and somebody might go to jail and so 
I think they all, in one way or another, needed solace. Um, Clara's parents, Rose certainly needed solace. Dan needed solace because his girlfriend was missing. Um, they all did. But I don't know why they call it a town called Solace, because the people gave Solace, but the town itself really didn't. I don't I like that the name the of the town, town bothered was Solace. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was the actual name, name of the town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's an unusual name, but I, you know, that was actually the name. But, but thank you, and you came through beautifully on your phone. So oh, we heard. Oh, good. <laughs> it hasn't cut me off yet. So, no, oh, um, Nancy, what, why don't you tell us what you thought about the book? Yeah. Well, hi, I, I love the book. I, I love the way it ended. I'm a cat lover, and you might have heard my cat in the background. Anyway, um, I'm at home for a change. Yeah, the, uh, I like the way that. Liam came in and Clara wasn't there, and all of a sudden Moses made an appearance. He said, "Nice to, uh, very nice to meet you, um, Moses. Very nice to meet you." And I like the fact that he said that, um, Liam said it was very hard to leave. I, I don't getting mixed up with the questions, but and and he was talking to Joe, and I, I have a feeling I hope he gets to get got together with Joe again. I liked her. She was she mm-hmm. had a hard hard life, and then I really, you know, I think that they all needed solace because Liam's mother Annette, she was. He, uh, she, she was a horrible person, mm-hmm. but I, I think Elizabeth should not have, Mrs. Orchard should not have kidnapped him and because she spent some time in, I think Elizabeth spent some time in prison, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, I think she did, right? I think she did. Yeah. And I just thought that was a little bit over the top. I think that, yeah, he, Liam wasn't treated very well, but, but mm-hmm. I, I can't believe it, Alan. He, he was an accountant and then he quit being mm-hmm. an accountant. I know you were an accountant at one time, Alan. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't imagine why anybody would do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Why? Well, well, the money was really good, but he was so kind to other people. At first, yeah. he was a little bit suspicious of Clara and Rose. Rose was a mess when she came home. Boy, I, I, I don't know. I think she didn't know what she was getting herself into. She was naive. But I, I really, I really enjoyed the book. I'm trying to think if there's anything I left out. Um, uh, Mrs. Orchard was a really nice person. And she and she and she gave Liam a bunch of uh, I think what her her house and her what else she gave him and some money and and I guess he I, I have a feeling he ends up staying I like to think that he ends up staying in Solace because he's yes. going to go on the truck correct so that's what yeah. I'm thinking yeah I just thought it was an excellent yeah. Yeah. I did I don't mean I don't mean to monopolize the conversation I just think it was an excellent book okay. um, I might have left and, something out but thank you very much for listening to me and, and Moses knew he was going to stay that's why he showed up at the end to answer Jane's question so, I still yeah, think yeah. that's not that's not logical that's not the way it would happen uh, come on so, come on Jane it was a good ending I know it was a good yeah. ending yes. yeah. it certainly wouldn't happen that way no not with cats yeah. no. it was good <laughs> I think the reason that Moses stayed inside when uh, when Liam got home was because it was a uh, in the middle of a snowstorm it was windy and he may have gone outside and uh, man it's too cold out out my little kitty door so he came back inside and decided well I guess I'll just meet the guy <laughs> that was my thought well Marcia I was just about to call on you so why don't you, why don't you go ahead and tell us your, your thoughts about the book Oh, okay. Well, th- thank you, uh, Michelle. I enjoyed the book. I really did. And um, I believe, as other people have said, that uh, everyone basically got some solace, especially Liam. Um, 
And one thing I really want to try Joe's ice cream, even though you have to chisel it out. Mm. <laughs> it <sounds so> good. <laughs> and um, as far as why Rose left home, I, I think she was just very angry. She she thought she could take on the world. It turns out she couldn't. And then when she did get home, she was totally shattered. I just hope she, you know, if, if there's a way to recover from that, I hope she was young enough and resilient enough to make that happen or to allow that to happen. And um, I liked Elizabeth. She, she was well-grounded except for when she kidnapped Liam. Um, that was totally the wrong thing to do, but in her mind, she had gone off the deep end, and uh, that was the only way she thought that, that she could deal with it. Turns out that that was another bad decision, as well as Rose's decision to leave. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the book, and uh, I hope that, uh, that Joe and Liam did get together eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, I think they did at the very end. Yeah, but I mean, I hope. Yeah, and I'm glad he stayed too. I kind of figured he would. You know, I, yeah. I thought, you know, this is all leading in the direction of, you know, he gets that uh, construction job and he gets the roof fixed and the floor fixed and he's working with Jim. And uh, I thought, you know, he's going to end up staying. And of course, mm -hmm. that's what happened. Yeah. So, and I like you, like your explanation of why the cat came in. That was that was very <laughs> in a lot of sense. Um, uh, Jana, why don't you tell us what you, what you thought of the book? I liked the book a lot. Um, I think that Clara was really the one who needed a lot of solace. She was so brokenhearted when her sister left. That is a lot of love from a seven-year-old who stands at the window waiting for your sister to come back every waking moment that you can. And uh, and I liked and I also liked the fact that she, she um, Mrs. Orchard kind of criticized her for this, but she Clara would not settle for simple answers to questions and she would keep going and keep going until she got the answers. I, I, I just love yes. <laughs> her tenacity. And um, but of course, my favorite character was the cat. He reminded me a lot of. The, uh, my cat Bonkers, who lived up to his name and did some of the things that Moses did, and the the fishbowl scene was, oh my goodness, that was hilarious. Like Alan said, and I also liked where he was um, turned into different shapes in the boxes. That was so funny, and I think at the end when he came out, maybe it's not realistic, but I liked that. It it added to the ending of the book and it added to the feeling that he was made welcome in solace. So that's about all I have to say. Okay. Well, thank you. Those, those were good comments. Um, Sherry, what, why don't you tell us what you thought about the book? I loved this book. I thought it was so good. I've already downloaded her other two books from Bard. Um, I just liked it. She developed all the characters well. We haven't mentioned some of the lesser characters, like the grumpy waitress who suddenly became a bit nicer when faced with Fiona compared to Liam. <laughs> that was mm -hmm. nice. The hardware guy, that was a total grouch. And Jim, the, the construction guy, was really annoying the way he'd just go on and on and on, but he was a basic nice guy. And of course, the cop was nice too. I thought what Moses did was totally realistic. A lot of cats are 
reluctant to trust someone until they get used to them being around. And it had been, I don't sound like maybe months that Liam was around and Moses kind of realized, okay, he's not going to hurt me. He's not a threat, so I can come out now. And I actually thought the last line of the book where he said something like, you know, nice to meet you. I thought that was the best last line in a book since Gone with the Wind. I mean, that was just such a good last line. As far as Rose goes, that was so sad what she had to go through. I remember early in the book, she was shoplifting and she was pretty arrogant, and narcissistic and cocky, like a typical teenager of that age. And it's just sad because she didn't realize what she was getting herself into. And she's going to have a lot of PTSD to overcome. As far as Elizabeth, I was kind of hoping that instead of just leaving the house to Liam, she might have sent a letter to Clara or left Clara something. I thought that was kind of maybe a flaw. I would have liked to have seen that. Maybe even just a little note saying, please continue to watch Moses or something like that. But I I really liked Elizabeth, too. It was nice how she kind of watched out for her college roommate. And again, I wanted to say that I thought the last line of the book was a perfect ending, perfect being P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to say. Very nice. Uh, good. Thank you. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Jo- Joni, why, why don't you tell us what you thought about the book? Well, I really, really liked this book. I thought it was a little long. Um, with all of Elizabeth's kind of thinking and reliving and and but I felt so bad for her because she had had um she really really wanted a baby and she never got what she wanted but uh Annette I mean the way she treated that poor little boy it was unbelievable and um and as I read the book, I liked it more and more. I guess I ended up really loving it, uh, especially the suspenseful. Um, well, I I actually stayed up very very late trying to finish it. I didn't want it to end, so um, um, I can't understand having children and. Well, the same thing other people said about liking the girls, loving the girls and treating them well, and really showing hatred to her son, ignoring him and the whole thing. Um, I I liked Liam. I guess I liked most of the... Oh, Fiona. What a woman. Uh, She just wanted everything that she could get out of Liam. And um, it was a good book. Okay. Well, I, I ended up liking it a lot. Oh, good. Um, Sally, why, why don't you tell us what, what you thought of the book? Okay. I read this book last year for another book club, and I loved it then. I read it again, and I liked it even better. I think that the author, the fact that she was a psychologist really came through in this book because unlike Joni, I thought this was a short book with so much packed into it. And I think um, her understanding of human nature 
and the intimate relationships between people, especially in this isolated area. I mean, a lot of the people were isolated. The town was isolated. Everybody needed solace. Um, I just thought it was so well done. And I, I thought when I first read it and then again that Rose just left home because she was a snarky teenager. And I liked the fact that there wasn't a happy ending there. I mean, I, I didn't want her to get what she got, but it was realistic. Um, that there were no easy answers for things. And I think if you read um, and looked at Elizabeth's behavior, she was decompensating all through the book. You don't make your spare room into a bedroom for a neighbor's little boy um, that you babysit once in a while. That's where I really think she just tipped over the edge. Um, and I can, I can understand why, but um, she paid a pretty heavy price for it. And Clara, as... I mean, she reminded me of Scout in um, To Kill a Mockingbird. She was this little girl who was so um, self-sufficient and really very knowledgeable and wise beyond her, beyond her years um, and was able to just do what she needed to do but also take care of other people in a way. And, of course, my favorite character was Moses. And I think the ending was totally realistic because I've adopted stray cats and it takes a while for them to warm up. I mean, he it was his house, and there were strange people in it. Um, and I guess he finally realized, well, Elizabeth's not coming back. It's getting to be winter, and I'm getting fed. It's warm, and, you know, he seems like a nice guy. So I, I'm in. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I really think she's an excellent author and just such a good writer. Um, I haven't read any of her other books, but I have them downloaded, and um, that's all I have to say. Well, thank you. That, that's that, thank you for reading the book twice, which is very nice. I don't do that with a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. No, it's hard. It's 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 actually very nice. I mean, most I know. I sometimes read books more than once too, but I know it's you know a, a lot of times people just rely on their memory. So thank you for for making that extra effort. And I think the comparison to Scout and to Kill a Mockingbird is a pretty good comparison, actually. Um, Liz, why don't you tell us what, what you thought about the book? Um, well, like everyone else, I liked the book a lot. Um, I love the character development. And I, too, think that Moses' behavior was, um, you know, not atypical from a cat. But I also liked the symbolism. I mean, because um, Liam was really trying to trying to to make the decision to leave, and Joe was keeping him there, and then just to come into his living room, and the cat's like, "Hi, you know." <laughs> I, I, I think it was a nice symbolism, you know, that you know you get the impression that Joe, I mean, now um, Liam was going to stay. Um, I also found hope when um, Rose. Um, had returned, of course, and and again, um, Clara was with her, and Rose saw Clara biting her her nails, 
And she reached out to her and she took her hand out. She said, please don't bite your nails. Promise me. I, that, that was hope that Clara, you know, Rose was coming back. You know, it was going to be a long rope, but she was coming back and starting to interact again. Um, that was hopeful. Um, I really did like Elizabeth's story. Of course, she went over, you know, over the edge when she kidnapped the little boy. Um, <clears throat> but I'm glad that they included her thoughts and such, um, you know, her, her story in, in it. Um, and, you know, I like I love small town stories. I, you know, I, I if I could, I'd probably live in a small town. But Solace just seemed like a nice name for a small town. <laughs> Nothing too terribly complicated with that. Um, but yeah, I liked everyone. Well, thank you. Um, Shelley, why don't you tell us what you, what you thought about the book? Okay. Um, well, this is an, actually a little bit lighter of a read than I normally do. So it was kind of a nice change. I, I really did enjoy the book. I enjoyed the characterizations. Um, I th- I really liked Clara a lot. She made me laugh so many times, especially when she would go, when Liam moved in. If, well, at first, when Liam moved in, it's at a stranger when you first looked at the annotation I'm thinking okay there's some guy moving into that house what's he gonna I didn't know what he was going to do so until I got to know him I I really love I loved his character after I got to know him um but really got me cracking up was when Clara would go into his house with the cat with him not even home and and she'd get so upset because she would see Liam taking the all the the boxes you know uh, packing up the boxes of Elizabeth's things because he knew she wasn't coming back. And Clara would go in the house when he's gone and put put all this stuff back. And he'd keep he'd keep wondering what is going on. I just put all this stuff away, and then he's got to you know re put it back. It was just really cute how they went back and forth. Um, the narrators kind of got me a little bit. Um, Clara's was good. It was a little squeaky. Um, Liam's was excellent, and Elizabeth's I had to keep. Um, turning up the player because the, her her voice was just really low. Um, what was confusing to me, though, with Elizabeth, I didn't know. It never said why she was in the hospital. Like when Clara said she's taking care of the cat, it never went into detail why, why Elizabeth was in the hospital unless I missed something. I don't know. Um, her heart I was did, failing. Oh, okay. Is that why she went her in? Her heart was failing. Yeah, okay. I did see that later in the book, but the way I I thought when she told um, Clara she'll be back and maybe she knew she was dying. I don't know. And then it felt to me like the hospital, in a sense, could have been I I felt like it was a nursing home, but I might be wrong. I don't know. Um, It just felt really kind of eerie to me when that Martha, the way she died and, you know, Elizabeth was was answering questions for her and trying to be her proxy or something like that. I thought that was really nice. Um, because Martha could be really mean. And I'm really happy that Liam and Joe ended up together. I am really happy that Rose came home because you know when teenagers run away, most of the time they get murdered. And like they did find that one murdered girl that thank God wasn't Rose. Um, but it, like everyone else said, I won't repeat it. They, you know, I know she ran away because she was a you know, teenager that thought she could get away with, you know, things and she couldn't handle it at home with her parents, obviously, and just took off. Um, and you know, I, I, unfortunately she got raped and whatever happened. And, you know, when a situation happens like that, it takes probably months to years to get over something like that. I don't think you ever get over it, but I'm really happy that she did come back at the end all around. 
it was a really good story. I, I love the ending. I liked, you know, how Clara would wait at the window for her. That was, she's just really cute character. And I felt bad for Elizabeth. I know why she took Liam and I'm, I shouldn't say this, but I'm glad she did because that poor child was being not, not physically abused, but I think he was being emotionally abused. And I think to this day, he still had a lot of um, grief from his mother. He did not like his mother at all. And quite frankly, I, I hated her. I could, you know, I, I thought that was absolutely terrible what she did to him. And then she loved the daughters, but not him. Um, so I'm really glad that he stayed in Salas. I'm glad that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that Elizabeth got a year in jail, but I think she was a little irrational with losing those five babies, you know, but all in all, I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Thank you. Um, so we also have area code 918. Um, Al- Allison Fallon. Oh, Allison. Tell us what you thought of the book. Uh, am I unmuted? Yes. You are. I can hear you. Okay. First of all, sorry I'm late. Uh, my clock's been set back for daylight saving or whatever time. And, uh, and so anyway, and I thought it started at I don't know what I thought, but I, I have two different clocks going in here. So I was late. <laughs> um, I liked the book. I really did. I thought it was great. Um, I really liked the way they changed um, narrators. I thought that was neat. Clara was a little squeaky, but I think she sounded like a kid. And I think one of the things that bothered her most was that her father um, tended to gloss over things and say, everything's all right, you know. And I think what really upset her was that um, Elizabeth uh, wasn't coming back, had died, and they didn't tell her, at least for quite a while. And I think that really, I thought that, I, I think it was so interesting because the father was like, oh, you know, things will be okay. And he was like that. And the mother was just the reverse. She she had a hard time getting up because she was so upset about Rose. So they were really kind of opposite each other in the, um, the way they uh, reacted. Excuse me, this is Nancy. Can I, can I say something? Yeah. I got to go pretty soon. The next book is it's it's going to be Musical Chairs on December second. I know I'm, it looks like a very good book. Is that my correct about that? Yes, the, the author is Amy Popel. P O E P. Yep. I, I do you want me to give you the deep number? I didn't Wait. mean to interrupt anything. I just have to. I'm going out That's again, but I wanted to I wanted to enjoy this book for the change. The number, the DB number is one zero zero two three zero. Thank you very much for everyone. Okay, thank you for Stay coming. Safe and have fun. You're welcome. Okay. Um. I so I I don't have anything. You you guys did a great job. I don't really have anything to add because you guys covered pretty much everything. Um, I don't know if anybody has any any final thoughts before we. I, I have another comment. Oh, I just want to say. Oh, I'm sorry, oh. Alan. Go ahead, Johnny. Okay. Um, I forgot to say that my favorite person in the book was Moses. I yes. just love that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Moses and, was cool. And he re- it's what uh, what Cherry said. Somebody else also said that 
cats have a very hard time getting used to anything new, any kind of change. And he knew Clara, and he trusted her, but he didn't know who this guy was who was coming in and out of his house. I'm just repeating what people said, but um, I also was something I was going to say, and I forget it. Oh, another thing was that 16-year-olds, and Rose was 16, they think they know everything. And they really think that. They don't think the parents or any adults really know everything that they know. And she was angry about the way she was being treated. And all she, she never, because again, and I've said this before, teenagers' brains are not fully developed. And they can't really think about the consequences that they face until they're sometimes 30 for some people. So, um, but the book was good. And thanks, Michelle. Oh, thank you, and Alan, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with what, what Allison said. I got really irritated with those parents. I, 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 and this probably ties in with why Rose left. They apparently did not know Clara at all because here she was really close to Miss Orchard. And, and, and I don't know why they didn't bother to tell them that the woman had passed on. I mean, I, that, that, that just defies any kind of rationality to me. And, you know, I, I mean, the, the girl, I mean, the, I think she was probably more intelligent than either one of her parents and stuff. And why, why they thought they needed, <laughs> yeah. why they thought they needed yeah. to, sh- to shield her for, from that. It, it, it just defies explanation to me, but Hey, I, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer. I mean, and I realize different kids can handle different news, you know, at different times of their lives, but that she could have handled knowing about that. And that, 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 that was just a disservice to her. And also I really want to say, I really like the, the, uh, Carl, the, I don't know if he was a sheriff or a constable or what he was. He, he was a straight shooter. He, he was a really good character. I really liked him because he had common sense and he was trying to do the best to help that family find their daughter and stuff. And, and you know, he, he, he didn't mess around. I, th- I thought he was a really good character. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't understand. That's one thing that did bother me. Why are they stringing poor Clara along? Everybody knows that uh, that uh, Elizabeth had died. Th- that was cruel of them not to tell her. Yeah, that really was. Yeah. You know who we forgot to comfortable being parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know who we and forgot to mention is Elizabeth's husband. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Charles that she kept Charles. she was writing to. Yeah. 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 I like I like him too. The, question. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes, go ahead. Um I have a question. For for those of you who have have kids, I don't know how many of you do, but is it normal to love or like one child and not like the other? I mean I've that's seen it. Boggles my mind. Yeah, I've seen it before, Jane, and it often happens when the child is too much like the parent, 
and they oh. see qualities in the child that they don't like in themselves. Oh, I've that seen that happen. My mind. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I've seen it. Oh. Okay. Not, not in my household. It wasn't normal. No, so, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not in not in any kind of a, a loving parent. And yeah. Annette was yeah. not a loving parent. I think her daughters were kind of like extensions of her um, because she even encouraged them to be cruel to the little boy. Yeah. And mm. so he didn't have anyone because his father was always gone, always busy, working hard, you know, yeah. a scientist, never home. I think he saw stuff. And I think that's why he went ahead and gave Elizabeth contact information for Liam, because I think he realized that Elizabeth was the one person in that child's early life that gave him positive feedback. And I think it's the thing that kept Liam may have been a little quirky and a little weird and somewhat paranoid, but, um, he didn't turn into a serial killer or something because um, he had one person in his early childhood um, between three and five where they treated him like a real human being and interacted with him and loved him. And that's so important for a young child to feel valued and important and not be have things dumped on them. Perhaps Annette's father was abusive, who knows, but obviously her husband was somewhat neglectful because he just sort of expected her to run the house and raise the kids and didn't interfere. And he was off in his own little science world mm -hmm. doing his thing. Um, so she probably took out any resentment she had towards her own father and towards her husband, who was always gone. <laughs> On the male child. <coughs> because he oh, was handy. Yeah. And I have seen it happen. Um, it's <laughs> it's very sad. And it, and it can warp a child. When they're not treated. With the love and understanding. That every child deserves. <laughs> Michelle can I make one more comment. Really quick. I just want to see what you all yeah. thought about. Um, okay really quick. What did you all think about Rose's mom? I know um, her and her mom didn't get along, but when Clara tried to, I noticed, warm up to her, she was so distraught about Rose. So I just wondered if you all thought that she blamed herself, that she was so distraught and couldn't do anything around the house, couldn't move, just laid there. What did you all think of that? Yeah, I think there was some guilt there. Yeah, oh, yeah I think so, too. Yeah, she was too. constantly fighting with her daughter. Yeah, right. Right. And I felt responsible. Yeah. I've seen parents do that where they allow their teenagers to push their buttons and mm -hmm. they turn it into a battle of wills. And that's not good for either part. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> but, no. You know, um, when my daughters would get dramatic in their teens and going, well, you know, you're the only mom that says no. And then, you know, everybody, Sherry's mom says she can go and get, and I would just stand there and say, well, sweetheart, I don't think that plan is a safe one. I think there are risks and dangers that you're not aware of. And I love you too much to put you at risk 
for something just because other mothers are too weak-willed not <laughs> to tell their daughters no. And I right. said, so go if if your friends give you a hard time about it, just tell them your mama's a bitch and she won't let you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I would say I love you too much, you know, right. to see yeah. you do something stupid just because your true. friends are. Yeah. Um, and so I would, I'd let them talk it out. I'd even let them cry and, and rant and stuff. And I'd say, no, um, you're not, you're not going camping with boys and girls in high school in a campground where you, that was just prior to cell phones and um, anything could happen. Oh, Hell's Angels could have the campsite next to yours and come harass you girls and the teen the teenage boys that are supposed to be there um looking out for you. You have no control over who brings drugs or alcohol and you're out in the wilderness. No, you're not going. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so you know it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to parent teenagers because you do love them and you do get upset when they say oh i hate you and slam a door but you know (laughs) you do have to be a parent Mm -hmm. and not your child's best friend yes that you know what i don't understand that today everybody's like oh my my daughter and i are best friends that to me is not normal i'm sorry but it isn't (laughs) and i i have to say diane who was Clara's mother and Rose's mother. She did, she didn't get the strong female character award because I think she was no. very weak. She was very weak and stuff. And I just, yes. uh, I, I don't know. It, it seemed like she, she was in a corner, you know, grasping her hands, you know, worrying about everything most of the right. time. So yeah. So, yeah and so, it's, yeah, yeah. it's too bad because she blamed yeah. John for being too yeah. easygoing, but he yeah, was right. out there hunting yeah. and hunting and, you know, yeah. driving himself into the ground while she was, Lying in bed, feeling sorry for herself. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And okay. a, another, an, another great pick, though, Michelle. Good, yeah. good job yes. again. Yes. Yeah. yes thank job. you. You're getting thank me into books that I would never read by myself. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I noticed that I've been paying a lot of family stories. The next one, I think, also is a family story. So I'm going to try to vary my choices in in the 2023. Right. Um, so yeah. the next book is called Musical Chairs. Um, the author is Amy Popel, which is P-O-E-P-P-E-L. It is 12 hours, 41 minutes. Um, it is read by Jackie Sanders, who I do not know as narrator. Um, and the DB number is 100230. Um, the reason why I picked the book is I, I've wanted to read Amy Popel for a while. She has a couple of books on board. And I think this is her most recent book, which is why I selected this one. Um, and I know uh, Joni and Alan, if you wanted to just tell us about your groups that are coming up as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wor- Worlds of Books will be reading uh, later by Stephen King. So it's, uh, it, 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 it's, another, it's another good Stephen King story. It's only about six and a half hours long, but uh, it, 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 it you know, it's got a little bit of a supernatural element to it. I got a little boy in it can 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 see dead people and stuff. But yeah, uh, I started it last it, night, Alan. I'm not far yeah, into yeah, it, but I started yeah, it. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a good story. Uh, and, and Michelle, I mean, if, if you can read it, 
I understand you're, but, but, but Hey, uh, everybody is welcome when we meet on the third Tuesday of, uh, of November. And, uh, we, we hope you can be there. I will. <laughs> and Tony. Well, a banquet of books meets a week from the Sunday. It's always the second Sunday of the month. And we don't believe in vacations, so we meet every month. And uh, But we believe in vacations, but not from reading or not from my book club anyway. That's Yes, very good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be unhappy if I didn't have it one month. Um, anyway, um, I think... Everybody in this group knows about my banquet. We have a good time. We welcome people to come, and they do. And um, uh, and is there anybody that needs to know about banquet? No, I don't. Well, you go around and you tell the what each one's reading. Yeah, yes, I just wanted to have everybody remind remind remember the, about your group. Um, so th- thank you everybody for coming. And um, Shelly, I just wanted to tell you, I'm going to send out the newswire for you in thank January. Thank you. Yeah, I have no idea oh, how to do that. So. Yeah, yeah. And Ellen, thank you for calling on people. And Michelle, I'm really happy that uh, you're letting me host a book club meeting. I always wanted I, to try it. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm it, Me too. I think it's nice. I, I, I'm very happy that you, you know, I wasn't sure if anybody wanted to do it and, and you stepped up and said, you I just hope I do as good a job as you do. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure you, I, as I told you, you have a remarkable facility for details and you have a nice, warm, friendly personality. So I think you'll be a natural to be honest. Thank you. That. I hope yeah. so. And I hope I you, really, since I you think... won't be there, I hope you can at least listen to the show and give me some oh, pointers. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent going to listen. I definitely will. But <laughs> Excellent. You for coming and um i'm sure we'll see each other in, in all the other groups that are coming yep up. So exactly and we'll see you in um well. either banquet or worlds of books or yours next month <laughs> and everybody enjoy your weekend so. all right take, take care, care guys bye see bye you bye. next week bye-bye take care. bye thanks michelle bye